This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a global original podcast. I'm Al, that's JK, and this is the Don't Tell Your Mum podcast. Coming up on today's show, we have a confession from a dad whose kid ratted him out to the popo, that's the police, Uh, more fatherhood therapy, we've got the very best home learning stories from Dad's Net, and of course, JK's got new tech. Don't tell your mum. All that and more coming up on the Don't Tell Your Mum podcast. Oh, what a week. What a week. (laughs) You look just absolutely drained. Everyone that I've seen has said the same, because obviously I'm still going into work. Apparently I'm classified as a key um, essential worker, which we had to explain to our nursery. And they're like, "Uh," well, actually, no, they didn't say anything, but you could just tell they were going, you just work on the radio, mate. Well, actually, I think you're fine. I'm I'm broadcast journalist. So I am actually um, a, a key essential worker. But everyone that I've seen going into work, and that's not many people because there's not many people at work, but they just look at me and go, oh, you're, you're all right, mate. The, the other day, one of my mates said, you, you look a bit grey. And we, we were doing a FaceTime with the NCT boys the other night, and they went, you're right, mate. I'm like, three of you? Are you kidding me? What is going on? <laughs> Homeschooling is killing me. I imagine it's killing a few other people as well, but, oh, wow. Well, this is this is what I'd, I don't think, like, people have the full understanding and when i say people i mean people who are not doing this for whatever reason obviously very good reasons for some and and probably not very good reasons for others but for those who are not doing the home learning thing i think that what people don't understand is not just the challenge of home learning because obviously that you know we huge respect for teachers i used to be a teacher i've got you know their workload now i was talking to someone the other day the workload of teachers now is greater than it's ever been yeah even though the kids are not or a lot of the kids are not at school and their money's not going up that's the other thing remember exactly and it's always been like a big workload but um but you know so not just the challenge of 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 home learner of teaching your own children at home but the, the the it's the balancing of that whilst you also have to work you know you've also have to go and do stuff and you've also got to look after the house and you also have to sort of you know there's there's more to it you're not just home learning you know if i could just sit for six hours a day with ted and isla when she's here uh, you know, obviously I can do that. That's that's fine. It's still difficult, of course, but I can do that. But it's the fact that I then have to go and do, you know, work yeah. <laughs> to, put, to make sure there's food yeah. on the table. Um, you know, fortunately, and I, this is a huge kudos here because fortunately Jen is on furlough from Dad's Net. And so she actually has time where she can really allocate to Ted and she is smashing it. So yeah. I'm kind of watching from afar going, 
oh God, you're smashing this, so I'm not going to get involved. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, look, look, I suppose the only saving grace is, is that we know there are a lot of people that are in a similar boat. And I think there is something comforting about that. However, I look at a couple of my mates. So um, uh, Lucy, who I who, who I go into work with, and, and Kelly, Kelly Brook, who I do the radio show with, who don't have kids right now. I've literally taken them aside and gone, honestly, just live for this moment. <laughs> Believe me, yeah. just, just please, please take into consideration the amazing, the amazing situation that you're in right now. You know, Lucy's got two cats, Kelly's got a dog, and and Jeremy, her partner. Just live in this moment. Enjoy it. Yeah. Cherish it. Cherish it. <laughs> Honestly. Because, Make the most of it. And I mean, if, I'll, I'll give you just my situation right now. So, uh, I do a radio show. I do a radio show six days a week. Granted, you know, it's not many hours. It's a three-hour show. It's probably about five, six hours with traveling. But then I'm also homeschooling in the morning. We've got a dog. We've got to walk the dog because it's a young dog. You've got a dog. You know about this. Um, Luna, my daughter, goes to preschool three times a week. So two times, So two of those days in that week, I've got to homeschool with Luna there as well. And she's an absolute toe rag. I've just started another job working for, for you, for Dad's Net. So I've got to try. And that's only three days a week. So I'm trying to fit that in as well. And then the other work that I do on top of that, I mean, I, I said, to you didn't I today I am literally doing at the moment I am smashing time management I am getting stuff done not to the minute to the second I now know yeah. I can't take 15 minutes in the shower I can only take 4 minutes and 25 seconds you know this you, is I, <laughs> what do you mean have you ever taken 15 minutes in the shower I, I'm terrible for showers Charlie complains really? she comes in and she can't see me and it's only a small shower put it that way that's how long I'm in the shower for it's it's like it's like a scene out of Psycho. It's just what, mist. I, I, I'm in I there somewhere. Think, but what are you doing in there? Oh, just like do you not have that thing where? <laughs> no, 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 no. Do you not singing? That, You're singing. No. What I love is for me. There's nothing better than turning backwards onto the shower and the shower going on your back of your neck. And I and do you do this thing where you start off and it's hot? You go, oh, that's hot. That's hot. Or I might have to turn it down. But then you get used to it and you go, oh, I think I need it a bit hotter. Then it gets hotter and hotter. And I get out and Charlie goes, why are you so red? Technically, I burnt myself, <laughs> but yeah, it's have. something that I really, really love. Yeah, I'll, I'll have a shower for as long as I possibly can, but not anymore. Thanks, Boris. Yeah, I, mean, I have this conversation with Jen quite a lot about showers because for me, well, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what, let's come back to the home learning later on because we've got loads of great content from Dad's Net okay. uh, about like the home learning calamities, but also some success stories as well. So we've got that coming up. Um, but just, just before we get into this confession, I have this conversation with Jen about showers all the time. For me, it's a chore. For me, a shower is a is a functional thing. It's it's there to get clean. So I don't want to spend any longer than I have to. I reckon I would struggle to get to four minutes. No, you see, I'm, even if I tried, I'm like you. The thought of having a shower, I cannot be asked at all. Do not want to get in there. Once I'm in there, you can't get me out. And I'm going to let you into another little secret. I've done this on on the radio show, so I don't care. I only shower now once every two days. I don't shower every day. I'm not a smelly person. No one's told me. Perhaps they just don't (laughs) want to tell me. But (laughs) You're at home all the time now. No one knows. I don't do a manual job. I'm not really a smelly person. But no, once every other day now. So I do a Monday, I do a Wednesday, I do a Friday, and I do a Sunday, and then I go back to the Monday. That's how I do it. Wow, you are like time management. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't. don't. Obviously, unless I've gone out with a dog and I've fallen in a ditch or something yeah. then i will shower obviously <laughs> happens regularly well, it does yeah see i'm on i'm on a i will shower every day but sometimes i'll shower at the start of one day 
and then at the end of the next day. So it's almost two days. Ah, I see what you're doing there, though. So <laughs> yeah, you're spreading you it out, yeah. So it yeah. doesn't seem as filthy. <laughs> but technically, it's once within every 24-hour period. I, my new nickname is Soap Dodger. You know, everyone, or Grot Bag. Those are the two words that are being <laughs> used. Soap Dodger by my wife and Grot Bag by my radio wife. But do the kids latch onto this? Um, no. No, they and don't. And then start calling you Grot Bag? No. No, not yet. Oh, it does in half. Flipping house. Why, what are you called? Uh, dirty pig. Dirty pig. Nice. <laughs> yeah. And it, what once Jen said to me, oh, you're such a dirty pig. And now we could be sitting like watching something on the iPad or reading a book or something like this. And Ted will just like then move away from me. And I'll be like, what are you doing? He'll be like, you're a dirty pig. <laughs> <laughs> Jen! Oh, you can't, you can't do that, Jen. It's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. I know. Anyway. The shower thing. As for a bath, I genuinely can't remember the last time I had a bath. I think it was in the Holiday Inn in Regent's Park uh, in London when I was working for Radio 1. So it would have been probably 2007. That was probably the last time I ever had a bath. And I remember it well because I was bored that night. There was nothing else to do. And I got into the bath with a, with a bottle of red wine. That was the last time I had a bath. And got out of the bath with an empty bottle of red wine. <laughs> yes, I did. Well, tried to get out of the bath, failed. Yeah, had to call concierge. With an empty bottle of red wine. <laughs> with a phone that's in the, in, in, the, in the bathroom. Why do all hotels have a phone in the bathroom? Well, now I know. When you drink that bottle of red, you're a bit pissed and you can't get out. That's why it's yeah, there. Let's call for help. <laughs> It's the version of the red pulley. Yeah, uh, room service, it's happened again. (laughs) It's probably just like one button on the phone that just says send help. Are you okay, Mr. King? Yeah, when you walk in, can you just close your eyes? Thanks. (laughs) Pass me that towel. (laughs) Cheers. Right, should we do a confession? Yeah, this one's a corker. This one's a corker. It's coming up after this. Um, Hello, Uh, this is... Which podcast am I working on at the moment? Oh, yeah, this is Don't Tell Your Mum. I'm JK, that's Al. And uh, every week we do a confession. This is where a dad uh, confesses to his sins and tries to seek forgiveness from myself and Al. And if you want to send in a confession, we always we always love hearing from you. So you can do that at dadsnet.com forward slash confessions or dadsnet.com. Head over to the podcast section and there's a little form you can fill out. You can be an absolutely anonymous like today's confessioner. Is that the right? Confessioner, confessioner let's use it. I'm, I'm good with works. it. Yeah, I'm not the, yeah. I'm no, I'm not the teacher police. You're fine. <laughs> so there's probably a lot out there. At the yeah, moment. there is. So you can you can stay anonymous if you wish. Um, although a name is always entertaining. But yeah, you can do that at dadsnet.com or you can uh, reach out reach out to us on social media at the dadsnet or at JK Jason King. Right? Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. So it's anonymous. Okay. Here we go. Dear JK and Al, for the record, this was a few years ago, but I was driving my child to school. And as I pulled up to a traffic light, it flicked to red. We've all been there, I'm sure. But instead of stopping, which would have been quite tight, I put pedal to the metal and nipped through. It was pretty clear, except for the police car that was lying in wait. Obviously, I got pulled over. My daughter was sitting in the back and asked, what, asked, what did you do, Daddy? Once pulled over, I rolled down the windows, turned off the engine, and the officer came to the window. He noticed her in the back and asked whether I'm on the school run. Before I could mount a defence regarding going through the red light, the prosecution threw a curveball in the form of a surprise witness, my daughter. She piped up 
That's not the first time. My daddy got pulled over just last week for speeding, and he's not very good at stopping. (laughs) (laughs) The policeman turned to my daughter and said, Oh, so does he do this a lot? He instructed her to continue her vigilance and make sure that I never went through a red light or sped again. I was released with a written warning on the condition that I listened to my backseat driver. (laughs) I know she grasped me up, but I also think this is what saved me from a fine. (laughs) Oh, that is amazing. Oh, that the is... thing is, there's no, you can't escape the truth with kids. No, no, because they don't know, they really don't know how to lie. No, you know, and it's this... like that situation, we, I, I, you must have been there, but when you are at places like Chessington or theme parks or, you know, attractions and things, and it says like, under fives go free, and Ted's like five and a half, <laughs> and, and, and you're like prepping him in the in the queue, aren't you? You're like, Ted, if they ask, just say you're four and a half, okay? He goes, but, but daddy, I'm five and a half, and they want to be older, and they say, so then they get there, and they're like, oh, how old is he? And you're like five and a, four and a half, four and a half. No, daddy, no, daddy, I'm five. We've had enough. But, but, daddy, we had this conversation in the queue where you were telling me that I was five and a half. Well, I was, I was four and a half, but I am actually five and a half. But I don't think you understand, daddy. Anyway, yes, yeah. I'm five and a half. <laughs> yeah, and then you're just like rocking your head, thinking, oh, that's twenty quid for him to go in. <laughs> These people on, you know, on on the door or when you go to these theme parks or wherever you go into these attractions, they must know. They must know. Because you, know, you yeah. and I've always said that's that's one benefit when you've got small kids and I, I'm a small person. We're a small family. You are technically we are the borrowers, but that's one of the advantages because you can just go in and don't say anything. And that's yeah. and the other thing. What we do is I go to the till and then Charlie takes the kids. We get we get a quick look at them first. How old? And then Charlie distracts them. Not that we're professionals yeah. at this, but that's <laughs> how you do it. <laughs> oh mate, you're a pro. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit <laughs> so sometimes you just get them to like like duck under the window so if they're in the booths you just like hide them <laughs> it's like uh, just two adults please uh, into um into the shrek uh you know shrek uh, the, the the attraction you and your wife often come in and have date night and watch yeah. shrek do you oh yeah all yeah, the time yeah yeah any kids with you no 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 no, 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 kids, no, no kids no not at all. no no duck, duck. and you've got one underneath your coat holding two bottles of wine <laughs> <laughs> smuggling in <laughs> Oh, but no, I love this story. Yeah, great. This is great. Forgiven. We've all been there, haven't we? We've all been there. Yeah. Daddy, are you driving too fast? N- no. And and if and don't say that to your mum. All right. Don't tell your mum. <laughs> yeah. I tell you. I tell you the difficult thing about it is with with speeding at the moment is with the with new cars. You know, you're, obviously historically you just had like the dial, yeah, like the speedometer with the needle that moves. Like they can't read that from the back. No, but now on new cars, it just has like the big bold digital the numbers. Digital dash. <laughs> yeah, and and they can now they see the sign that says forty, and you're doing forty three, and they're going, oh, you're speeding, Daniel. You're like, just shut up, man. Like, stop picking on me. Who would have thought it? Back in the day, I bought an Astra GTE on the sole reason it had a digital dash. And I bought yeah. two of them. I love them. The first one, um, it caught fire. The actual dash did, so they weren't that good. But the second wow. one didn't catch fire. <laughs> and and I, the reason I always wanted the digital dash was because Knight Rider had a digital dash. Yeah. So I was like, there are two cars I'm going to get. I'm going to get one that has that, a digital dash, and I want to get a car that has pop-up lights. So I got an MR2 for that. So I had those. <laughs> Who would have thought that now you're kind of thinking to yourself, I would prefer the old, the old analog so I can't be told off by my kids yeah, for not exactly. speeding? <laughs> 
Exactly. Ridiculous. They they don't trick. They don't miss a trick, do they? They really don't. Um, right. Anyway. So if you've got a confession that you want to send in to us, uh, go to thedadsnet.com. There is a little submission form there via podcast. And uh, yeah, and again, you can remain anonymous. Anything you tell us is in the strictest of confidence, but obviously we'll read it out. But we won't say who you are. So don't put your name on there, just in case we accidentally do. <laughs> Disclaimer. Oops. Not that it's happened before. Still to come on the Don't Tell Anyone podcast, we are going to be talking about home learning, the calamities, the celebrations, the success stories from Dad's Net. Uh, but before that, we've got a little bit of fatherhood therapy. Fatherhood therapy, how are you feeling this week? Well, we've had a funny old week about it, really, because um, I don't know whether you saw this. We posted it on social, but Patch nearly died. Yeah, no, I did see this. Well, we, <laughs> we, we, Yeah, what happened? Well, we don't really know, but basically what happened was we were sitting in the evening. I was eating shepherd's pie, mm. very tasty, mm. and ate it all up, but obviously Patch then wants to lick the gravy that's left on the plate. So I put the plate down, he licks it, he jumps back on the sofa, we snug down. Half an hour later, he throws up. Now, mm. throwing up is not unusual for dogs. Like, no. you know, you know, they'll do it. There's it's a bit of grass in there that you know that they yeah, want. Exactly. Sometimes they do, self-medicating, yeah. Yeah, so he did it, and I was like, fine, like, whatever, clean it up. And then he was sick again, and again, and again. And by this stage, there was nothing coming up except just phlegm and oh. blood. And I was like, oh, that's not good. So this was about 10.30 at this stage. And Jen then rings the emergency vet, and they're like, oh, you need to come down. And, and I was like, ask how much it's going to be. Mm. 250 quid yeah. just to take them to the emergency oh, yeah. vet before yeah. any treatment. Welcome to having right. pets. Oh, so anyway, so we, we anyway, um, I took him down there and they kind of see him and then they ring up. Um, well, I was sitting outside the vet because I couldn't go in because of coronavirus. So I was sitting outside and, and, and he said, oh, I'll call you. You've got my number. Anyway, he didn't have my number. They had Jen's number. So they rang Jen up. She's just crying down the phone because she thinks he's going to die. Right? She's just crying, like blowing her nose. <laughs> and the vet, she's like, speak to my husband. He's outside. Like this. Anyway, the vet then tells her it's going to cost 1,200 quid, right? Just to basically put him on a drip for the night. And... Um, and and then he comes out and tells me, and he's like, oh, we could send him home, we can give him this. And I was like, oh, yeah, well, it's going to save us half, like, fine. Anyway, he's insured, so it wasn't really a massive issue. Yeah. Um, anyway, the long story is he was in overnight. He was then, we had to move him to a different vet in the day. He was still on a, he was on a drip all day. He basically had something called HGE, which I think is like an inflammation of the intestine. The cause of it is kind of unknown. Sometimes it might be something that if at either physically or chemically, which is like caused an abrasion on the inside of the stomach, which makes the blood in the stomach, which should then shit out and mm. sick out. Um, but we, I mean, there, there was nothing in his stomach. He had an x-ray and all this. Anyway, we don't really know. Uh, but he's fine now. It was treated just by kind of, uh, you know, lots of fluids. Yeah. Some Wash him out. Sim- yeah, fairly simple antibiotics. He's still on. Um, and, and, he, and he's sort of not quite he's pretty much back to his normal self um, and um, but it was just I mean just like I don't know in those situations I just go into like logic and practical like okay we need to take him to the vet and then this and then that and then I'll get the, the rugs and she's just there going oh, <laughs> like this which is which I 
I completely accept is a very valid response, and it's terrifying. Like I, you know, I actually brought a tear to my eye when yeah. I, once I dropped him off and I got back home. I was thinking, shit, like, what if he dies? Yeah. So I get it, but just the difference between <laughs> between men and women in the moment. <laughs> it's like you you'd you'd always want to be with a man. I think. <laughs> But if you, something was going wrong, you say that I'm I'm very practical at stuff. So yes, you know, let's get it. Let's get the dog in the car. Let's quickly go and find the emergency vet. Call blah blah blah. But I get I'm shit with all the the basics. Uh, to give you an example, um, I had to call Luna's nursery the other day, the preschool, and I called up and they said, just for security, can you please tell us um, your daughter's name, date of birth, blah blah blah. So I went, yes, um, it's Noah Griffiths, and the date of birth is... And, and Charlie's just looking at me with her hands up going, what the fuck? What? what? <laughs> it's your daughter! It's not... <laughs> it's your daughter. Your son is at... He's in year one at primary school. She is in preschool. I mean, like, that sort of stuff. Come on, Jay. The basics <laughs> I'm terrible with. Because I'm, I'm one of those guys, are you always thinking about the next thing? So the thing that I'm supposed to think about now, I'm not thinking about, because I'm thinking about the next thing after that. So then my my brain goes, oh, I'm talking about a kid. Oh, yeah, what am I doing? Oh, yeah, yeah, they want date of birth to prove that it's so-and-so. So I just randomly pick a kid and see what happens because I'm thinking about the next thing, but I got the wrong kid. Yeah. So I'm, I think Charlie actually is very, she is very practical at stuff like that. There was a time though when Isla, we almost lost Isla due to pancreatitis and basically her womb was infected. So I was at work at the time and she dealt with that completely because I couldn't get away from work. Oh, really? And that was quite incredible. Three grand yeah. later and we weren't insured. <laughs> that was quite horrendous. But she, I think she was oh, nine God. years old at the time and she lived till 15. So, you know, we had a, a, a fair bit of time yeah. with her. I tell you, I'm in the wrong business because the money, the money that vets, I mean, I'm sure there's overheads and things, but like just the money the vets charge is quite extraordinary. I chatted to um, my mate at work about this, my producer, and we were like, because his, basically his dog, um, one of his balls hasn't dropped. So one has and one's still up there. So, (laughs) but we, we say when, when, obviously this is, this is a joke. So if you're a vet listening, we, we understand that you are very skilled. You've, you've had to work for 300 years to get the qualifications that you've got. I understand that. And you're very intelligent. I'm not, but we have this thing where they do this. I'm sure they just pick something out of a hat and go, okay, so, um, well, basically, and this is what he was told. He said, so basically if we have to cut here, then that's going to be 300 quid. But if the ball's a bit further up and we have to cut 20, 20, I don't know, 20 centimetres a bit further up, that's 800 pounds. Then they may need yeah. this medication. So that one will be, I'm, I'm, I'm certain they're just going um, 60. Yes, th- that one has to be 60 pounds. Yeah. It's, it's crazy money. Yeah, but the, no one's questioning it. No, no because <laughs> we like, You just kind of have to, you have to go... Oh, okay. Yeah, fine. Because we didn't go it's to like, vet school. It's like um, the MOT. It's like the MOT with a car, isn't it? You put it in and then they go, you need this, this and this. And like, I don't fucking know. Like, it might need that. It might not. Either way, I'm just going to say, yeah, go for it. No, I've started doing d- different things now in my local garage. So I now say, right, what needs doing? Oh, this. So the other, I bought an air filter. So my Jeep needed an air filter. So I thought, right, how much is that going to cost? They gave me the price. I know that it's 60 quid labor. So 60 quid an hour labor. So I know that much. So now I buy the parts and go, can you fit it? That's what I do yeah, now. Man, they fucking hate you. They really do. <laughs> oh, look, who's this prick bringing his own bits? <laughs> but fortunately, Mark that works in my local garage, for him, I quite like him because he's like, it's just, a, it's, it's less of a hassle for me. If you've bought the stuff, not a problem. 
I can just fit it. I don't have to worry about ordering it, blah, 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 blah. You that probably... is so funny. Imagine if you did put that back into the vet context. Imagine if you did that. <laughs> what do I need? I found this, uh, these antibiotics on, on eBay. Uh, can you give them to my dog? <laughs> You're like, no. <laughs> you know, you get... <laughs> think, about, think about the ball. Uh, will, it, will it be less than 800 pounds if I make the cut? <laughs> you can't even if I'm to help. I'll sanitize. I'll put your PPE on for you. <laughs> yeah, Could you imagine exactly. if you go, you know that flea treatment that you've given me, which um, it comes out at £46. Pounds. Well, my child, when he gets nits, we use this Vosine stuff. It's only three quid. Can we put that on instead? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'll be the same, won't it? Right. Imagine, you, I'll tell you what, I'll do it. You just stand next to me and, and tell me what to do. That'll <laughs> save some money, won't it? Hang on, wait there. I've got in the toolbox, I've got a standing knife. You don't need that thing. No, no, that costs more. Let me just grab this. It's a bit rusty, but it'll be all right. Yeah, just like like with a lighter, like heating it up to try and sterilize it a little bit. <laughs> He's there with his magnifying glass like his proper one. I'm going, now hang on a second. I've got, my kid's got one of those magnifying glass in his toy box. Wait there a second. This will do it. Here you go. I've got my head torch. Away we go. Insane. I mean, that's, I think it's quite a good mantra for life, to be honest. Let's roll with it. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, right. Uh, good father therapy. Enjoyed that. Yeah. Really enjoyed that. <sighs> um, yeah. I don't really know what I was complaining about at the end. Anyway. There you go. Oh, but, but, oh, but we we did say well, patches patches on the mend. Not a hundred percent. What do you reckon? Eighty percent. Yeah, I mean, he's fi- he'd be fine. He'd be fine. Huh? He'd be fine. He'd be fine. Yeah. Right. What are we doing next? Um, yeah, coming up next, we're going to be talking a bit more about home learning. We've got um, some hilarious stories from the DadsNet community uh, about how home learning is going as a general rule. We've got some some very successful stories and some not so successful stories. So wait around, and that's coming up next. <laughs> talked briefly about homeschooling and how if you are doing it and you've got more than one kid you are an absolute hero i mean how you are doing it is just phenomenal i've said that my time management has gone from shit to phenomenal uh, within seconds um and because hey, it's had to we I, I was i was chatting to a lady on uh, the radio show that i do on heart and she has six kids four are being homeschooled two are not and she was the one that at the time was on um, a homeschooling session with uh, her kid's teacher whilst one of her youngest was on top of the back of the sofa naked um, peering outside the window waving to people. It was that lady which I told you about last week. And I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm struggling with one kid doing homeschooling and one not, let alone four and two that aren't. I mean, it's just, we are, we are super human beings. I saw someone the other day say that at the moment, if you're a mum or you're a dad, you feel like you are working an all-inclusive hotel. So yeah. basically, you're doing the cooking, you're doing the cleaning, uh, you're doing the bar, uh, you're doing the entertainment, um, you're doing pretty much everything. Honestly, it feels like I'm working an all-inclusive hotel and not being paid for it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Also, you're the, you're the one that's running the hotel. Like. I'm, I'm on reception as well, and I'm the manager. Yeah. Yeah. It would be fine if I was at the all-inclusive hotel. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but we're not. No, we're no. running it. This sums it up for me, right? I think this is a lovely, lovely um, window into into my approach or our approach to home learning. Okay, this is from a message. This is a message from a guy called Chris. He says, "Well, we haven't even got past the daily planner yet, but 
Both both girls can TIG weld. Other can MIG weld. Build a three by three point six by three point six meter suspended decking area, and one girl can remove and refit tires. So they might not be able to do their times tables, but their life skills they're learning there to weld, build decks, and change a tire. Amazing. <laughs> I mean, that is home learning. Uh, right? that's, a, that's that's a school of life. Yeah. And this is from a guy called Dave. He says, the biggest success so far is that after almost 40 years, I now know what an adjective, noun and a verb is. <laughs> the other day, Noah came to me. What did he tell me about? Was it a split diagraph? I think it was a split diagraph. Yeah. Yeah, he was talking yeah. about that. And the other day I said something about, oh, it's a describing word or whatever. He went, daddy, it's an adjective. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Sorry, daddy. Not, not, not. All good. right. I got you. Um, this is another one um, from Gareth. He tried to teach his four-year-old maths uh, using sweets as an example i asked her if you have five sweets and give two to your brother how many have you got left after a brief pause she burst into tears sobbing that she didn't want to share her sweets (laughs) (laughs) you've missed a trick there gareth what you need to do is start with five eat two and then ask her how many are left and then you're the one benefiting (laughs) clever clever uh, this is from uh, Oliver my seven year old daughter and I were doing homeschooling and I was quickly losing my rag with her I can't I can't even remember exactly what was happening but was getting more and more frustrated I mean we know what was happening they're fidgeting and they're not concentrating it drives you insane it came to a head when I said these words this is your last chance if you don't do this work right now then you f- can forget about playing this afternoon and you'll be in detention writing lines for two hours as the words came up my mouth there was this other voice in my head saying what on earth are you doing shut up up don't finish the sentence oh you've done it you've said it right well you can't go back on it now you better hope she does do the work otherwise in about 10 seconds you're going to be the guy who who put their own daughter in detention during a national lockdown (laughs) of course she didn't do the work and so i decided it was best to hold firm and i made her sit for two hours writing lines i sat with her during those two hours and i clocked watch more than she did desperate for the time to be up so we could move on and try and start forgetting about it not one not one of my proudest moments (laughs) all you've done is screw yourself over mate (laughs) oh yeah yeah it's phenomenal it is difficult it is difficult who who would have thought that we were were technically going to be teachers i know that now obviously teachers are on the actual um on the laptops with us and helping and and doing a class but yeah and when you and and you also find out more about your teachers because um uh one of the teachers uh, in Noah's class is 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 actually working from home part of the time as well. So you see him in the morning working from home. Today he came on and showed all the kids his lizard. He's got a pet lizard. <laughs> I'm like, you're definitely not the kind of guy I thought would have a pet lizard. But how cool is that? The kids were like, oh my that god. Cool. And then, but that then for cool. the next lesson, so that's the nine fifteen lesson. Then for the the ten forty five lesson, he's back in school. I'm like, how do you do what? this? You are that's Superman. Insane. We, um, we, oh, he's the handsome teacher that you quite fancy, isn't he? No, that, no, no. Who are you talking to? Who are you talking about? I thought that, um, you had a teacher at Noah's school who was like quite cool and trendy and you were like, oh, this is interesting. Like you don't often get cool, trendy male teachers. No, I was one of them. No, no, oh, no. I'm thinking, maybe I'm thinking of someone else. I'm thinking of someone else, definitely. <laughs> um, on, on Ted's very first Zoom call, obviously, um, I think teachers pick up like tricks about how to teach via Zoom. Number one is you mute everyone and then you unmute the ones that you want to want to talk at, at any given time. However, this, you know, on Ted's first one, everyone was on, on their, their microphones were on and um, everyone was kind of saying hi. It was all very exciting. It was really lovely. 
and Ted's Zoom lessons have been brilliant. But um, on the first one, one of these, one of the girls in the class clocked the teacher and said, and said, oh, Miss So-and-so, what's she doing here? <laughs> like, She's the reason you're here. It was, I mean, oh, we were dying with laughter because she just said it like kids just say these things. It is brilliant. Did you see that one the other day doing the rounds with um, uh, the kid who basically uh, looked, he, uh, he, he obviously started his lesson and said to like his mum or dad, um, am I on mute? And they went, yeah, yeah, you're on mute. So he went, <laughs> so remember this is like a five, six year old or whatever. He, he went, yeah. he went, oh, Mr. Bradshaw's hair looks bloody awful. I mean, seriously, <laughs> when's he going to get that cut? Look at the state oh, of wow. him. And then all of a sudden, Mr. Bradshaw looks up from his computer and goes, you're absolutely right, Dylan. I do need to get a haircut. <laughs> but on the local WhatsApp, <laughs> unlike that mums and dads WhatsApp group, um, little Timmy or whatever he's called now, has got legendary status from the other kids. Yeah. They'll go, oh, they yeah. think he's really cool. He told Mr. Bradshaw he's got a shit haircut. <laughs> That's quality. He's going down in history. Um, there's a couple of others just to wrap this up. Um, Wesley says um, he, he's a teacher and he says that he's had a pupil message him via Teams telling him that they can't do their work because they don't have Teams. Oh. <laughs> Rookie mistake. Yeah. Um, uh, teaching a two-year-old to count to 10 and now 20 with the odd muddled number using the volume on the TV as the numbers show on the screen. <laughs> That's quality. I mean, use use the tools at your expense. Very Why not? Good. There's another one I saw like that. Where is it? Um, let me just find this because it is funny. Oh, here we go. Teaching a three-year-old to read. Mickey's Clubhouse plus subtitles. Job done. <laughs> Put subtitles on any Disney film. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. That's a great yeah. one. Bam! Now you're reading. <laughs> Turn it down. You think it's screen time? No, he's reading. <laughs> But dad can have the volume on. No, it defeats the object. Yeah, yeah. Volume off. Watch what you want as long as the subtitles are on. <laughs> Do you know what? It saves me a favour because if I watch 4K movies on my TV, by standard, the subtitles come on first. So I don't even have to take those off anymore. I just leave it on. Right, if you have got a home learning story, uh, we really want to hear about it. So please do get in touch on social media at the Dadsnet or at JK Jason King or send us an email via the Dadsnet website, dadsnet.com forward slash dad podcasts. Coming next, probably the most exciting thing that I'm about to feature on this section of the podcast. What? You haven't got new tech, have you? Shh, don't tell your mum. Now, you know that I'm a massive fan of projectors. I think projectors have come back in since we had that lockdown in March last year. A lot of people going online and looking at projectors, which is what I did. However, don't don't make that mistake of going and seeing one which is about 250 quid or 100 quid or whatever it is. I know it's a lot of money, but you've got to invest if you're going to go for a projector. Don't go for that cheap one because it's not going to be very good. Just trust me. You know, I know this. I've been there. I've done it. And also now you can get laser projectors and they're they're affordable. They're still there's still quite a bit of money, but they're affordable. They're not your five, six grands that they used to be. Enter Epson that have done um, an amazing laser projector to go range. Okay. They've launched two portable ones, the Epic Vision laser projector range. So there are two. There's the Epson EF11 and there's the Epson... That sounds amazing on its own. Oh, well, just wait. The Epson EF12, which is the one that we're going to review right now, which is the one that I've got, and it's a mini projector, 
And the flexibility of this projector is incredible. They can project a 1080p image of up to 150 inches. Trust me, that's big enough. Um, the brightness level is 1000 lumens and they can do this with a 360 degree projection angle, which basically means that you can place this projector almost anywhere. Okay, are, are you looking at it now? Yes. So these are Epson's smallest ever three LCD laser projectors. And the, uh, the company claims as well their laser light sources will last, ready for this, up to 10 years in eco mode before they need replacing. Usually we were talking about five, three to 5,000 hours. That is huge. The one that I've got has got this built-in Yamaha speaker, two times five watts. The other problem you have with projectors is the built-in speakers are usually terrible. And then you have to find a way of getting that projector into a decent sound system because you still want that theater sound when you're watching a big screen projection, don't you? Yeah. So there's, yeah. there's ways that I've done it in the past by trying to hook up um, uh, an Amazon Echo or by doing it via HDMI. But now this has got this amazing speaker in, and it's Yamaha. You know it's going to be good. The other significant, fantastic thing that's on this is Google Android System. So there's Chromecast, there's Google Assistant, uh, the Android TV OS, and it's jammed full of app access. So you can watch all your apps on it as well. So you don't need to worry about other stuff by, like, you know, HDMI from your... I don't know, whatever it is, Skybox into the projector. That, I mean, that's a game changer. I just, I am blown away by this. This is exactly what we've been waiting for when it comes to projectors and also laser mm. projectors. Have a quick look at it. We'll leave a link in the description. So other things that you need to know then, it has two HDMI inputs for digital audio and video connection to your cable, satellite box or streaming media device. And one supports ARC as well to route audio back to your compatible sound system. The projector also has a USB port for computer-free multimedia playback. A remote control as well is included. Um, the onboard speaker system as well, as I said, designed by Yamaha, it's powerful. And the best bit is as well, it's got Bluetooth connectivity, which lets you use the projector as a, let's say, standalone speaker, a wireless speaker. So that in itself is fantastic. That USB port that I was talking about supports thumb drives, uh, mic, HID and web cameras. The Android TV supports resolutions up to full HD at 60 frames per second. It's got dynamic, vivid, bright, cinema, natural and cinema colour modes. And uh, here's the other good thing. It's a recyclable design as well. So I, I cannot recommend this projector enough, especially at a time in our world where we're spending more time at home and you want that incredible cinema experience on a large screen for for a fraction of what a laser projector would would cost you so it's the um the epson epic vision mini ef12 1000 lumen full hd laser 3 lcd smart projector with wi-fi um in the box uh you get the remote control you get two triple a batteries as well there's a power supply obviously there's the projector and a limited two-year warranty so um yeah i honestly i love this thing we are <laughs> we are massive fans of, of projectors in our house it, it's it's an event it's something to look forward to it's movie night on a sunday night before they, they have yeah. to go back to school or homeschooling and and this is just this this is what i've been waiting for this is probably what you've been waiting for so the price then, it's actually gone down. If you go to epson.co.uk, it's £999. It's also the same price on Amazon as well. So, yeah, so go and check out epson.co.uk. Check out the other projectors they have as well, especially the short-throw projectors, which are incredible. But, yeah, I, but I still think that's an absolute bargain. 
when you look at laser projectors before and we were talking five or six grand, I genuinely think that is an absolute bargain for what you're getting with that piece of tech. I, I tell you, so where, where my mind's going with this would be, you know, we'd take out the camper van in the summer with a bed sheet and we'd sling a bed sheet over the side of the camper van, rig, you know, rig it up and, and whatever, and actually have a bit of an outdoor experience. Like that would be kind of the, the idea where I would want to use it. I think like Sunday night film nights, you know, big on the wall and stuff like that's good fun as well. It's worth having a look at Epson's website if you're interested in projectors, because they are, for me, they are the best. I mean, they've been doing this mm. for God knows how long. And when it comes to quality, build quality, when it comes to customer service, when it comes to the best creative tech of the moment, just just go and check them out. Go have a look at it. You'll be blown away. Maybe it's a joint birthday and Christmas present. You know what I mean, dads? You've worked hard this year. You deserve it. Well, thank you very much, JK. I will I will endeavour to save up over the course of the year to have a ch- myself. Have a chat to Father Christmas. Put it on your Christmas list. It's on. Do it now it's as on. well at the start of the year. So um, there's, you know, so Father Christmas have no- has enough notice. <laughs> yeah, he'll need it. This one. <laughs> <laughs> um, thanks, Jay. That was good. That was good. Um, right. Well, there we go. Let's uh, let's wrap it up. We are at the end of another episode of the Don't Tell Man podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for subscribing because you have subscribed, haven't you? And rating us. Love to love to you know. Hear the reviews. I love to rate you. I love to rate you. I love to rate. Who sang that? I don't know. Do you don't know the song at all? No, but I hope no one sang it like that. Oh no, no, they didn't. It was Erasure. Oh, I do know Erasure. It's I'm called Love to that. Hate You, not Love to Rate You. So we could check. We played, uh, see what we did that. Yeah. Yeah. Clever, Thank clever. You very much, right, <laughs> quick, quick. Save us from any more of this <laughs> 1980s pop trivia. Uh, 90s, actually. 90s? Oh, Oh, one more thing. Um, If you've got any tech that you're thinking about, you know, using or wanting to buy, but you're not sure and you want us to road test it for you, we will happily do that. So send us an email. um, Well, jk at thedadsnet.com. You can just do that because I've now got an email address. Add another bloody email to my frigging iPhone. Cheers. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And please do tell all your friends to come and listen to the Don't Tell Your Mum podcast because it makes a massive difference. Word of mouth is one of the best ways about growing the podcast and we would really love to reach a load more listeners across 2021. So please do tell all your friends and family to download and listen to the Don't Tell Your Mum podcast. 